Hello, hello, hello. This is take two of Sippin' and Trippin' Podcast. I'm your host, the Duke of Gossip, Martel. That sounds, that sounds so boring. Martel. Like, the Duke of Gossip, Martel. You see, it's, it's like, it's no build-up. It's so anticlimactic. The Duke of Gossip, Martel. I'm sorry. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't like it. Y'all, I didn't like how that sound, but hold on. Give me a moment. <laughs> Y'all got this the first time around. Y'all missed it, though. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. I am back. I am back. I am back. Okay? I recorded a whole video with no um with no um sound. I was on mute the whole time. And um I'm back though. I'm I'm wild tied out, watch out now. It's the little one and I am not bow wow. Now I can't play too much uh I can't play too much uh, I can't play too much of that Beyonce song. Because y'all know Beyonce, um, she comes for the kids next, and their jobs, and their careers, and everything. Another thing, when y'all talk and mess about people, make sure they're not going to pop up at your door when you talk to mess, okay? Um, <laughs> yeah. So we have doors locked around here, honey. Um, you won't break my son, telling everybody. Um, anyway, this is Sippin' and Trippin'. I am your host, Martel! That was a little bit better, because I ain't like Martel. Uh-huh. Um, welcome back to another episode of Sipping and Tripping. I gave out so many gems in the first one. I don't remember them. I was telling y'all in the unrecorded, well, the recorded, no, the muted song, the, the muted podcast, to love yourself. Put yourself first. If someone is not making you a better person, they are breaking you down to leave them where they're at. I mean, I was talking from my soul. And nobody could hear it. But the lovely audience I have tonight, I hope they appreciated that freebie. Yes, did. I feel like a cheap little slut now. Yes, you are. I gotta come home with my tail between my legs and say, hey, y'all. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Because let me tell you something about life. Life is going to kick you on your ass sometimes. And sometimes things are not going to go as planned. They're going to go how you want them to go. And you're going to get to the finish line and realize that you went the wrong way on the race. And you got to turn around and start back over again. It's not when you finish, it's how you finish. So guess what I'm at right now? I'm right here doing show. We press record again. The sound is working. Hello. And we're going to record a wonderful show. Because why? Because this is sipping and tripping. This is Pride Month. And nothing is going to break our soul, our pride, our ambition, our drive, 
or intuity, nothing. The only thing that's going to break you is you. And as the great Whitney Houston once said, I was not built to break. I know my own strength. Because last year, a few months ago, maybe a couple weeks ago, this would have happened, it would have broke me. I would not be recording this show again. I would be over it. I'd be like, you know what? It wasn't meant to be. But some things that are meant to be, you have to press. You have to press. You have to press. And you have to go over those hurdles. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to compete with people who are running on a race on a track. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to swim. I'm not trying to bike. I'm trying to fly. I am trying to be an eagle and fly like an eagle in the sky. And so um, that's what I'm doing. I'm going to fly above. So we're going to start with Monique. Monique and D.L. Hughley have had a exchange of words for the past few weeks when D.L. Hughley and Monique, they were scheduled to perform together at a comedy concert. Well, Monique was second to last, which she's supposed to be the closer, as she says her contract says, she showed us. Dio Hughley ended up closing because he said he wasn't going to do the show and Monique was closing, yada, yada, yada. So Monique was like, well, he's going on after me, so I'm going to light this stage so on fire that he comes out here with his tail between his legs and he's flustered. I'm going to put it, I'm, she said, I'm, I'm going to chin check his ass. So she talked about Dio Hughley like he was worse than, why do you always say like a dog? Oh, they talk about you like a dog. Why do they say that? Why don't we say they talked about you like a like a rat? Like we don't like rats. Who like, who likes rats? Only certain people have rats as pets. But everybody has a dog as a pet. So I don't, I want to retire um, talking about people like a dog because we like some dogs. You know, some of y'all dating dogs. Some of y'all daddies as dogs. You know. So we're, we're just gonna release the dog statement, okay? Talked about you like a rat, like a raccoon, you know, a possum. There are so many animals we could use versus a dog. Maybe because everybody has a dog, people talk to dogs more. I don't know. I don't get it. But anyway, press forward. She dogged him. Oh, she's she she possumed him out. Okay, she talked about him like he was lower than a possum on a Sunday night that got rabies. Okay, she talked about him up and down that stage and said that she feels sorry for his wife when his wife gives him oral sex. She said, because what woman wants to give oral sex to a bitch? Now, I don't know if she said those exact words, but I think she said it worse than I'm saying it, so maybe I'm making it cute. But Monica's came out now after she did talk about him because she also said something that was really serious, really serious content, which Dia Hubley stated in an interview. This is the thing. You cannot give people information that they can use potentially against you. Neil Hughley said that he had a friend. This friend was a good friend of his. His daughter said the friend was doing something to her. But he said the friend he knew would never do that to her. And he do that to her. So he literally called his daughter a liar until he found out his daughter was lying. And he didn't protect his daughter. Now, I think that he should have kept that conversation between himself. He should have never went on an interview radio show and told that conversation because, first of all, you did your daughter a disservice. But what I do appreciate you did tell the story and you did make maybe some people aware. 
like let me listen to my child because so many times they'd be like oh well you know this child's a liar they can't be telling the truth or this child this this child that so he did bring a light to the situation but some stuff i just feel like you should make sure your daughter was cool with that because monique took your pain and what you were talking about and she used it against you she said only a bitch would listen to a friend versus a daughter she said, if you can't protect your daughter, how are you going to protect your wife? How are you going to protect your family? How can you protect the words that you are saying when you didn't protect the daughter uh, that you brought into this world? Now, Monique said some shit with that. But also, we shouldn't have known. But, but I feel like it was too low. I don't feel like she should have said it. I feel like you should leave certain things alone. But also, some of us never heard this interview. So we got to hear the interview with our own ears and see with our own eyes. And then we look at him like, what kind of friendship did you have with this person that when your daughter came and told you something that you did not believe your daughter? That's the bigger conversation. Mm, they call you DL for a reason, huh? Anyway, um, but Monique got on stage in her leopard dress, her heels, and her nice um, top-knot bun. And she apologized to his family, his wife and his daughters for bringing them into her mess. Her shenanigans, she said, everything I said about DL Hughley, I stand, I stand by. I'm standing by what I said about him. But I'm apologizing for what I said about y'all. Which I get it. You still think his, but you still think his wife shouldn't be sucking on his thing because he a bitch. I mean, maybe she like it. Maybe she's sucking somebody else's. I don't know. Maybe he's just a cash cow. Does he got cash? I don't know. We have to find out right now. What is D.L. Hughley's net worth? Um... D L Hughley Boom Space Network twenty. Oh, he worth eleven million dollars. He makes an income of a hundred thousand. Sound okay. He makes a million dollars a year. I was awake. I'd probably be sucking his dick too. <laughs> probably would. Divorce me, get half. Stay with him, you get a million every year. I get half of eleven. Which is five and a half. And that's it. He's going to make that five and a half back in five years. And he'll be back where he where I left him at. And I'm going to have this only five. So I stay with him. And I spend the 11. The 12, 13, the 14, the 40. Girl, you're smart. You know who is not smart? Is Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby is back in the headlines. Because... Some woman said that um, 50 some years ago, she's in her 60s now, Bill Cosby made her touch him inappropriately. She said she did not want to touch him. She was at the Playboy Mansion and he made her fondle him for about five minutes. And she said it was so painful, so traumatic, so excruciating that, you know, she just couldn't. She, she just couldn't. Okay. She just couldn't. And she was 16 years old. So my mind instantly goes to who was at the door at the Playboy Mansion? You sixteen. Where was your parents at? Were they at the Playboy Mansion? Did you live at the Playboy Mansion? Or they, were you perpetrating that you were at the Playboy Mansion? I, I don't know. I mean, because like, let's take the age out for a moment. and made the woman fight with him. That's bad enough on that. That stands on being bad. But the sixteen part, I'm just like, why were you there? Is there proof you were there? Like, cause what proof do you have? Almost fifty years later, that you were at the Playboy Man. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking now. 
let's talk about this. Do they have like a ledger where you have to write your names down and they got photocopies of you coming to Playboy Man? Because if so, then that proves you had a fake ID. Because I feel like if we're going to, you know, dishonor Bill Cosby and his legacy and who he, who he was and who he is, okay, we're going to do that. Okay, we did to R. Kelly already. Boom. We're, we're doing to Bill Cosby. Okay, okay, we're doing it. We're already here. Why are we going to add pedophile on top of that? That's like if you meet somebody. And, I mean, because we're already looking at him crazy. But we're going to look at him crazier. Because I feel like if you meet somebody at a 21 and up club, you know, that's your ID check. The bouncer did it for you. I mean, I was in a club at the club. I was under 21. I'm not going to lie, I was. I wouldn't do it. I wasn't fast. I wasn't hot to try. You know, it wasn't hot to try, though. But I'm, I'm just wondering, like, are we looking at him now as if he's a pedophile? Or are we just going to look at him now as if he's just what the media said? Well, the woman got $500,000. In a minute, if I don't get a check from somebody, PPP something, I'm upset to because he touched me between my legs and my butt. I'm saying it. I'm going to say it. I'm allegedly going to say it. Because I need, some I need more than that. So he had to do something worse than me. He almost said he peed on me. Mm. I almost said he R. Kelly me. I almost said he watched the video. He wanted to try it out. And I, I was just so traumatized. Yeah, I'm going to say he slapped me too. I'm joking. I'm not going to say that, you guys. Because all the money ain't good money. Every dollar I spent to that money, it, it would be me sewing a nail into my karma, okay? So I'm not going to do that. And don't y'all go out there and do that either. And don't say I told y'all do it because I told y'all don't do it, okay? Also, y'all, I'm sad to regret. I'm sorry, I'm sad to regret. And I'm sad to inform you guys that we have to take sides with T.I. I know. I know. Nobody wants to be on T.I.'s side. His wife don't want to be on his side, okay? Look at her. She's changed her whole appearance. She only want him touching her real booty. She went and bought a fake one. So he could touch that and not hers. Well, we ain't touching everybody else's animals anyway. But you know, hey, tiny girl. See, talking like this is what's going to keep me off mainstream TV. That's why I don't have no guests coming to my show. Because I'll be talking about these people and I don't give a fuck. Because we're here. Um, but that's sad. She had to buy a bigger titty so he wouldn't touch hers. So maybe she don't feel it. He didn't touch her butt because it's just numb. Like, ooh. Maybe she got like the injections in her peach so she don't even feel that either. I mean, T.I. is a nice looking man. I hear he got some good, strong pipe too. He has a nice butt too, I heard. He's a nice looking guy, but he's just, he is the epitome of bitch assness. Like, if there was a museum of bitch assness, there would be a statue of T.I., a statue of Diddy, a statue of, who else? Safari. He'd be in a museum too, y'all. Um, Ray J's statue would be removed. Because the Kardashians, they've been using you long enough, baby. We're going to bring you back on home. We sorry. Kanye, you are not going to be up in there, even though you will be on the flyers. Cause you got too much shenanigans. You're going to be on the flyers, but you won't have a statue quite yet. We have a spot saved just for you. Justin Timberlake is up in there. Um, who else y'all think should be up in there? Any y'all got any ideas? Um, Trey Songz might be up in there, y'all. That's what they said. Um, but I digress. We're going to get this museum up and running, and we're going to add people to this museum. 
every time we think about it. I'm not going to say weekly because I might forget next week. But every time we think about it, we're just going to add people to this museum. I got a couple people that I know personally that I'm going to add to this museum, okay? His name is... Okay, sorry. We're going to add these people to this bitch ass's museum because they're here running rampant, okay? It is a travesty. Sometimes you find you think that you found your man or a good man or a piece of man. Because you know what they say, any kind of man is worse, better than no man. But these bitch ass mans? Oh. Kodak Black will be in the museum as well. Kodak, hello. Kevin Gates, you'll be in the museum too. Hello. Um, Ike Turner, hello. <laughs> I mean, y'all just gotta go to the museum. It's gonna be called the Museum of Bitch Ass Future. I ain't got to you know you there. You got two statues. All the damn kids you got. Nick Cannon, you a good man. You just corny as fuck. So you will be in the corny uh, museum. Because you corny as hell. You and Ray J. Y'all be in a corny museum. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure the rest of that out later. Um, but um, what are we talking about? Oh, Justin Timberlake, who's in the bitch ass museum. Um, he was on stage, y'all. And I guess he was on a concert. He was on a doom, boom, boom. I'm bringing oh shit wrong song. I'm bringing sexy back. Hey, hey! He was telling us how he brought sexy back, and honey, he was dancing and gyrating on that stage. He wasn't dancing to no rhythm, to no beat, to no nothing. Justin was dancing to the beat at the bar, seven states away, cause he was nowhere in the stratosphere of what was going on on that stage on that night. And I was just like, oh my God. I see what Carrie said. They're all going to laugh at you. We're all laughing at you. We're all laughing at you. We're all laughing at you, Justin. Why? I mean, it's, it's good because you are such a handsome guy. But you broke my heart several times, Justin Timberlake. And I'm going to tell you how you broke my heart. I'm going to count the ways. I want to embrace it. Let me count the ways. Let me count the ways. Let me count them out. I had to find it. I had to find it. I'm over here like keep talking about you and lost my rhythm in my beat. Let me count the ways. One, two, I love you. Like right, so one, you broke up in sync. Two, you broke Britney hard. Three, you blame Janet for all that Super Bowl debacle that messed up her career. And she's a legend. She's a li- living legendary legend. She should not have been played with because she's not the one or the two. And four. You took too long to apologize. And five, you married Jessica Jessica Biel and not um, Britney Spears. And six, because you can't dance no more. <laughs> and seven, because you don't even do an NC concert every once in a while. Nobody want to see three of them on stage at somebody's wedding for $100 <laughs> and a free plate singing bye, bye, bye with the bride and damn groom. Once in a while, you can at least do the darn show for us, the fans, bitch. I got called the same exact bitch earlier. I just felt it come up out of my life. Mm-hmm. Bitch. Mm-hmm. I did it twice. Yes, Justin. So you are getting the, no, not the biggest. Because I'm sorry. As much as I love 50 cents. Bring that statue in here. Bring the 50 cents statue. Put it right, put it by the door, by the back door so nobody see it. And we can move it. Occasionally, y'all. Because sometimes it's on the outside of the door, sometimes it's on the inside of the door. But one thing about 50 Cent, I love me some, you know. I never love this way again. 
I got Tony Braxton up in my life and on my body right now. Tony, stop. I'm trying to get through the show, Tony. Stop. Long as I live, long as I can live, never get over. What else I won't get over is Chris Brown having some common sense. Chris Brown, your um, statue will be taken out of the basement. Or, no, be going to the basement. We ain't leaving the building because you got to do some super shit. So, um, Chris Brown, because Chris Brown is always getting compared to Michael Jackson. And Michael Jackson isn't living no more, but he is the legend. He is the icon. He is and forevermore will be the moment. He is that one. Boom. And um, he um, said, you know, um, it's flattering to be compared to Michael Jackson. However, without Michael, there's no Chris. Michael is a blueprint. Michael was so far ahead of his time to where people were, well, they're not going to catch up. You turn on Michael Jackson's song right now, and it sounds current. Some people's music is dated and it's aged, but Michael Jackson's music is just fresh. When Michael Jackson says, Another day is gone, I'm still all alone. Even though R. Kelly wrote that song, that is my favorite Michael Jackson song. And I would not cancel that song because when he was up in that video with um, Lisa Marie Presley and they was up underneath that sheet, it wasn't giving me sexy, but it was giving me something. And I liked it. Okay? Um, but Chris Brown said, you know, without Michael, there's no him. And he was like, stop comparing him because he's not that. See, Beyonce don't even say that. She, 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 she wants the comparison. Girl, you're not even Latoya Jackson. Okay, you are Latoya, girl. But... You ain't Janet. No, T. I mean, I like be Beyonce. I, I feel like people hype her up so much. They be like, oh, she's the best dancer. She's not. Sierra dances circles around her. Oh, she's the best singer. She's not. Fantasia was singing circles around her. She's a talent. She has that it. Whatever that it is, God gave it to her. She can give it to y'all. Period. That's what she has. Does she have the best vocals? No. Does she have the best dance moves? No. The best fashions? No. The best lace fronts? No. The, the best vocal? No. But she has it. When you have it, you don't need nothing else. Because some people will never have it. Some people lay on their back trying to find it. Kardashians. I ain't gonna lie though. Because baby, if your twat that looked like it was dry got you this far in life to not one, but two billion dollar corporations in the family, that, can I get some of that dry twat? I want some of that dry twat now. Hello. Because it looked like it was real dry and dingy. It looked like it was wrinkled, okay? I mean, you can't even watch that porn and expect to get a woody. You know what I mean? If you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying. Um, Ari Lennox has said that she is no longer going to fly to go to her booking. She said if she can't get there by train, by bus, She's not going there. She said, baby, I have a one-hit song. I am a singer. And I'm I'm not I'm not doing it no more. I'm not gonna fly. So congratulations to her. Hope that you have several songs that you don't you don't need to fly. Maybe you could just be like so grand, like you know, Beyonce, you know, you have the it factor that you just say, Hey, I'm gonna go to Minnesota. This is my concert. I'll be here for a week, a month. Y'all come see me here in Minnesota. You ever met somebody who said, oh, I'm going to Minnesota? Or somebody who said, I'm going to Oklahoma? I'm like, 
Y'all say you should just have an Oklahoma concert and just say you'll be there for a month. Not Vegas, Oklahoma. Go to Oklahoma. People will go to Oklahoma for the first time. I don't even think people live in Oklahoma. Every time I'm on the internet and I'm looking at like these ghost towns, I think they're all from Oklahoma. That's what I believe. Um, the curtains have closed on the Woody Williams show. I am so sad. I am disheartened. Um, I feel like she was did wrong by her her um, company, Demar Mercury. I feel like they used her name for a whole season and that invited her onto a show that's named after her that she executive produced on. I feel like this, if it had this happened to Ellen, had this happened to any one of the ladies of The View, had this happened to Sally Jesse or Raphael, we would not be having this conversation. But it happened to a black woman and a lot of people turn their heads. You know, they want to keep the narrative that she's not well, but when she talks, y'all say she's crazy. But if you are a Wendy fan, you know how Wendy talks. Wendy talks in circles. Wendy is the queen of deflection. When she doesn't want to talk about something, she goes, oh, so I got this from Joan Rivers. That's what she does. Like, that's how Wendy talks. Wendy answers the question she wants to answer. She talks about what she wants to talk about. Wendy has more sense than some of y'all baby daddies. Mamas. Period. Um... I just feel like she was done wrong. I love Wendy Williams. And I hear that there's a rumor that she has a $100 million deal on the table to do a, um, her own podcast. I believe she's worth it. I believe she deserves more. I believe Wendy has, and I believe it's a fact, Wendy has made a lane for herself. She created a lane for herself where there was no lane for her. And she has it. And she's doing it. And she's, not only she's doing good, she did great. She was so many people that we all like, we listen to. On YouTube, the Shade Rooms, the um, Jason Lee's, the Neighborhood Talks, all these other things, they were birthed because Wendy was mother. There wasn't nobody on the radio talking about urban celebrity gossip. There wasn't nobody shining a light to black media. Wendy said, This is not on the radio. And she got on the radio when she was guest hosting and she did it so good, so effortlessly, that she became a staple. Wendy Williams is was and forever will be that bitch okay Wendy is not cocky enough because baby she might not be writing y'all checks but I would hurt y'all wouldn't have no fucking checks Wendy Joan Williams I love you without you baby there wouldn't be me sitting on here talking about this because you the one who told me how to hit them this way and get them that way and shoot and leave with my pinky finger and that I appreciate you Wendy I love you and I can't wait to see what your next chapter looks like hope that it's so abundant, so great, so grand, so so blissful that is this too bright for you to even see it with your own eyes. I hope that your wildest imagination is only the tipping stone of what you're about to walk into in your life. And see, when you are a real person, you can say that for somebody else when you're sitting right here. Because everything she going to go and she going to get, that's going to be what I start with. Because she going to open these doors up. Hello? I love me some Wendy Williams. And Wendy Williams love her some me. She just don't know it yet. How you doing? Um, it has been several months since Brittany Ger Gardner has been trapped in Russia. Um, U.S. officials are not really helping. We need to get this girl. Because y'all sending more money to this war. And they just keeping her. And nobody acting like they just don't care. Now, if she was uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, y'all would have had her already. You would have had her. We need to do more. We need to continue. Like, protect our black women is more than a hashtag. 
it is more than a, a speaking conversation. It's more than talk. It's more than words. You need to protect our black women. Where is Jesse White? Where is the Rainbow Coalition? Where is um, all the other peoples that be standing up? Where is Farrakhan now? Where is Jolette? Where? This girl is trapped in Russia. Where is Jolette? I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't like it. But she needs to go home. Is it because she's black? Is it because she's more masculine? Is it because she's gay? Like, what is it that her life doesn't seem deemed valuable to y'all? What is it? Y'all want to put on lipstick? I put lipstick on for her. What's tea? Can y'all bring her home today? What's good? I don't like it. I don't like it at all. But we're going to keep praying for her, keep, keep our minds strong, because we don't know what she's going through, what she's enduring. The mind is the strongest thing we have, and it's the, the first thing that breaks down. Your, your body will keep going before your mind do. Y'all better know it. So we all keep we all, we keep her prayed up and keep our minds strong. And we all make hope that she just comes home strong, healthy, in a right mind, and that she gets the counseling she needs when she comes home. Um I I'm here. And I love y'all. And I want y'all to know that no matter what is going on in your life, know that you can and you will do it. You were not built nor created to bend or to break. You are a strong tower connected to a higher power. I'm dropping bars right now, okay? I'm getting ready to lose my track. I'm going to do it in that hour. No, I'm going to drop it. I'm going I'm to I'm let people know because I ain't Beyonce shit. I just can't drop shit like her and Drake, okay? But we are going to conclude this episode. Thank you guys all for tuning in to Act 2 of Sipping and Tripping. I thank you guys just for coming back and just, you know, being y'all, you know, loving a bitch, you know, fucking with me. Tell a friend, tell a loved one, tell a co-worker that the um, Duke of Gossip is back. And he is ready to read and gaggle the girls. And if the girls are not ready, they will get chopped. Karate. Sipping in Chibane, yeah. 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 S